It's time for another lesson from Kayla. But she's so unattached and untethered, she won't even know this gemstone is from her. And that's exactly why she's so happy. Hey, it's Wei, and this is the podcast about a man, his dog, and their musings around happiness. And here's your host, me, Wei. Hey, it's Wei, and welcome to another episode of the Hey, It's Wei podcast, Unlocking Happiness, which is basically a podcast about a man and his dog. So in case you've forgotten, yes, there is a dog that's involved with this podcast. Now, she doesn't say very much. However, she has been a source of inspiration for me for her entire life on what it means to be truly, unabashedly, untethered, happy, with life and whatever life throws at us. So this episode, there is another lesson from Kayla. And it's called Unattached to Your Happiness. Now, it might be contrary to what everything we talk about in this podcast. In other words, you may say, wait, what do you mean Kayla is going to teach us about being unattached to our happiness when all we're doing is wanting to get attached to our unique code of happiness. Well, having your unique code of happiness does not necessarily require you to be attached to it. See, in my daily ongoings, in my interactions with Kayla, I watch her a lot, especially during the workday when you know she's with me at home and she's with me in the office. I and fortunate enough to be able to have her wherever I go. So she's pretty much with me 24-7 unless I go someplace such as going to the beach to play volleyball where she can't come with me, especially on a hot day because she's a Siberian Husky and it gets pretty hot and she doesn't like that heat too much. She does like going out though. So sometimes I think she puts up with it, especially when she was a puppy and I used to take her to practice with me on the beach. She would go. And... What I've been noticing more and more is that it doesn't matter how often we follow a routine. It doesn't matter how often I introduce something new to her world. She finds some way to be tail-waggingly happy about it. The other day, I went with a friend of mine to take her to walk on a trail for where horses go for horses and that's where horses go it's called a horse trail (laughs) i guess that's what you call it and i don't remember if she had ever seen a horse before and so when she started to see horse she was horse (laughs) see a horse or see horses come by she was so excited She was so happy just to be able to see a horse. She wanted to run up to play with the horse. And the challenge was this being a, hopefully, I think, a good owner is that because she's never seen a horse before and doesn't realize the power of a horse and what might happen if one spooks a horse, I, we had to hold her back because she was on her hind legs, wanting to run over and say hi and be friends because Kayla honestly thinks everybody's her friend. It's very rare that Kayla doesn't feel friendly with somebody. I would like to say that when she's not friendly, it's because she's sensing something 
not very happy about that person. But I digress, because this lesson from Kayla is a very powerful lesson. It's about how to be unattached to your happiness. Because every night when it comes feeding time, she will be very vocal to demand that I expedite my preparation of her dinner. See, every night I have to unpack the raw patty. I have to rinse off the raw food before putting it in her bowl so that she can eat it. While I'm doing that, Despite being quiet all day long, that is probably evening feeding time is probably the most vocal times of the day. Yes. And she is literally demanding that I hurry up and put the food on the table or put the food on the floor. She doesn't eat off the table. She eats off the floor. The floor is her table. Now, here's what's interesting, that no matter how long it I take, And sometimes I will begin and get distracted and then go take a phone call or something happens so that I don't, for some reason, don't finish preparing her food. She doesn't throw a fit. She doesn't get upset. And when she realizes it's not happening right away, she goes and lays down and waits patiently until I get back to doing that. Whatever her demands are, When she finally gets it, no matter how long it took, she is just as happy afterwards as if I had done it in a timely fashion. And there was one time I was was a little bit early and I snuck in her food without her even realizing it and I put it on the floor and she didn't even have to demand it. And she was just as happy after eating food that was a surprise to her in a surprising time than when she was demanding it fervently. So what I realized was that Kayla is completely unattached to her demand for something that would contribute to her state of happiness, satiety, being able to eat something that she loves. And consequently, I'm finding that she's unattached to her needs. That sometimes I don't realize she's telling me she needs to go outside and she waits patiently and probably painfully without me even realizing it. So now this is a long time ago, so I pay more attention now. Although there are times when I get so busy, I completely miss the cues. Then when I take her out, she happily runs out, rushes to go to the bathroom doesn't bite me as a way to punish me or anything like that. And she looks at me happily and say, as if to say thanks. Because she was completely unattached to her needs. And once the needs were met, she was just as happy as she was before. She, in fact, she was happy to be outside. And so what I'm realizing that this lesson, this gemstone of a lesson from Kayla, is that part of what is going to help us completely evolve how we approach happiness, how we increase our states of happiness, how we intensify our states of happiness is literally being unattached to our happiness. But more importantly, unattached to our demands for happiness, unattached to our needs that then contribute to our states of happiness, unattached to the results of whatever it is that we're endeavoring to do 
to increase our states of happiness, increase our levels of happiness, intensify our states of happiness. And might I venture to say that if you want to evolve in an upward fashion our states of happiness, your states of happiness, venture to be unattached to all your wants and desires in the context of happiness. What tends to happen is what Kayla experiences every single day when we leave the house to go to work, when we leave the house to let her go to the bathroom. I notice that every time she walks out, she pauses to kind of look at the world around her as if it was brand new. Like everything is awesome, everything's exciting. And then she looks at me with this look on her face. She goes, we're outside. Sometimes she doesn't even bother. She's so excited and so, so wanting to move forward that she just rushes down so that she can quickly go to the bathroom and then explore the same places that she, ex- had, that she has explored for the last several years. <laughs> but it's still new, ex- awesome, exciting for her. And how she is able to achieve that is because she is naturally designed to be unattached to anything and everything. Now, I could be proven wrong, and maybe Kayla is just a special case, but I've seen this in many dogs. Now I get it. There are some animals and some pets that are that become attached in, in, in a way. And I would like to say that if they are exhibiting those types of behaviors that it's not a natural part of their existence that they have learned how to be attached through the personification of mankind. Yes, we teach animals how to be attached to demands, needs, results, and wants, and desires so that it may take away their ability to experience greater states of happiness. Because what they're doing then is reflecting how we live our lives. Now, obviously, our cognitive and emotional capabilities far surpass those of Kayla and other dogs for that matter. Even though I believe Kayla is pretty special. But if that's the case, if our cognitive and emotional abilities and capabilities far exceed and surpass in terms of skills and talents beyond those of canines, right? Then why aren't we as a whole, as a race in the animal kingdom, why aren't we happier than this happy dog next to me? Or rather, this happy dog that's lying right outside my door, waiting for me to come out of the studio. Hmm. Something to think about. That if we're so much smarter and so much more capable, shouldn't we then be more capable at experiencing more happiness in our lives than a dog? Now, I would venture to say when a dog is being raised by a particular owner and does not experience a lot of happiness in his or her life, could it then be a projection of that owner then? Because most animals in this world intrinsically will gravitate towards experiencing states of happiness. 
that is part of what goes beyond survival. So when they are not in survival mode, they are happily experiencing things. Even a snake, I've had snakes, and it would happily lay on a hot rock just to experience euphoric states of happiness. At least for that of a snake. <laughs> so the lesson then is this from Kayla. If you want to take your perception or understanding of happiness to a whole different level, ironically, let us look to the animals in the world that have less cognitive and emotional capabilities that we have and observe to see how they are achieving more happiness than we, for the most part, probably ever thought was possible. And that comes from dissociation or being unattached to our demands, our needs, our results, our wants and desires for happiness. I challenge to do challenge you to do that for a few days challenge you to do that for a week, being completely unattached to the results or to your adventures or to your tasks or activities that you have chosen as a result of listening to this podcast for increasing your states of happiness. And see what happens. See what awe-inspiring moments can suddenly reveal themselves when you're completely in the moment, unattached, to what your expectations are. And that's it for this episode. Thank you, Kayla, for the topic. And if you got some good nuggets of happiness-inducing inspiration from Kayla, remember to subscribe and share this podcast to everyone whose happiness you care about who also happen to have a fur baby. <laughs> Feel free to follow me on any of the usual social media channels. And until then, just remember, when in doubt, stay unattached and choose happiness. Happiness.